150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Fifth Seal, episode 14. I am your host, the the Evangelical Norm. Um, yeah, I'll learn how to say my name right here sooner or later. And it is Sunday, November 17th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. On November 12th, the members of a small house church in India's Jharkhand state were attacked and severely beaten by radical Hindu nationalists. According to Asia News, the church's pastor, his son, and wife were all severely injured as a result. The attack took place as members of the Evangelical Church of the Calvary Gospel Ministry met for a prayer meeting in Parahara Village located in the Garwa district of Jharkhand. Pastor Basant Kumar Paul was leading the prayer meeting when eight or nine RSS extremists attacked. According to witnesses, the extremists beat everyone present, including Pastor Paul's elderly mother. Following the attack, Pastor Paul was severely injured, but was able to report the incident to local police station. However, once there, Pastor Paul fainted. Police took Pastor Paul, his son, and his wife to the local hospital. Pastor Paul's son suffered a broken leg, and his wife remains in a coma as a result of the attack. <clears throat> Attacks on Christians and their places of worship continue to rise in both number and severity across India. Radical Hindu nationalists, especially in Jharkhand, enjoy a climate of impunity when attacking India's religious minorities. Often, nationalists use false criminal accusations to justify their attacks and further harass Christian leaders. So, again, we're seeing more and more of this coming, and the assumption has always been that, that Hindus are peaceful. You know, it's yoga, and it's meditating, and it's da-da-da-da-da. There is just as much violent in, inherent in, in the Hindu system it, with, with the caste system and everything else that they have going on. There's just as much violence in that as there is in um, Islam. So we're seeing more and more of it, um, especially in these areas where, um, where these extremist groups uh, exist. And so this, I, the first time I read the article, I didn't. I must have missed the part where it said they beat his elderly mother. I mean, not that it's okay to beat him, his son, and his wife, but I mean, just the the mental image of these people in there praying and these these guys come in and and brutally attack and beat an elderly woman. The hatred for Christ is so strong in these areas that I mean, it's unfathomable fathomable yeah i can't talk so um keep praying for um our brothers and sisters in india um pray for this pastor and his family pray for his elderly mother um that they will heal soon his wife is in a coma his son's got a broken leg this is the severity of the beating i mean we we i don't think we comprehend that in this country you know i mean we watch UFC, you know, and we watch guys get beat up all the time. We watched 
uh, um, one of the guys from uh, Arizona, Elvis, the guy that had the gun pulled on him at the uh, abortion clinic. He's he's uh, mixed martial arts. I watched a video of his fight today. Um, not all that brutal. Uh, Elvis already lost man. Um, but we watch these things. And so I think we are so numbed to the brutality of what can actually happen. We watch horrible acts of violence and we don't see legs broken and stuff like that. Uh, so I'm, I'm rambling at this point, but I'm, I'm trying to wrap my mind around because personally I, I, I talk about this stuff all the time, at least twice a month and every day through the month of November, I am constantly talking about our brothers and sisters who are brutalized for their faith in Jesus Christ. And I don't think it affects me. Um, I mean, you'll, you'll watch me. Sometimes I get emotional and stuff like that, especially when dealing with things like Leah Sherabu and stuff. But this, I don't know, reading that the, the elderly mother just struck a nerve. And I don't think we, we really comprehend the brutalization that our brothers and sisters around the world are enduring because they want to worship Christ. And again, we're going to be talking about Kanye West at, at Joel Osteen's church. When was the last time you heard Joel Osteen speak about the persecuted church? He can't because it doesn't fit with his worldview. You can't preach your best life now and co- and, and reconcile that with people like this who are beaten for being involved in a prayer meeting. Okay, there's my soapbox, guys. Pray for this family in India. Pray for our brothers and sisters who are being uh, beaten around the world. Um, pray for Leah. Again, we have no news. Um, there's that part of me that, that wants to go, why did I include this? Um, because there's no updates. We had we had a bunch of, of new stuff at the beginning of the month, so I was like, well, well we're going to keep some updates going on. We've got nothing. We just know that this poor girl is still being held in captivity by this Boko Haram offshoot in Nigeria because she refuses to recant her faith in, in Jesus Christ. Again, take any of the people that have been, and, and I shouldn't say any, it's a, it's a rough generalization, but it's partially accurate. You can take somebody from Joel Osteen's church who has gotten the watered down, sugar-coated garbage gospel that he tries to preach and put them in her position. How many of those people are going to, because they want, to, want their comfort and their peace, are going to re- recant and renounce their faith in Christ? Because obviously she's not living her best life now. And yet she still maintains her faith because she knows it's not about material needs and, and felt needs and so on. It's about her salvation. And no amount of persecution can change the fact that Jesus saved her from her sin, saved her from judgment, took upon himself the penalty that she deserves and paid for that sin so that she could be reconciled. This is why she's willing to suffer. This is why she's not willing to recant her faith in Christ when when she's presented with violence and captivity and and all she needs to do is say some words and they're going to let her go. And again, she doesn't even have to mean them. But she knows that that would be blasphemy. That would be, you know, Jesus said that uh, that 
don't be ashamed of the gospel. Those who deny him before man, he will deny them before his father. And so pray for Leah, pray for her family, pray for, for peace, pray that she'll continue to be strong and stand firm in her faith. I mean, she's done it for over a year now. 80, tomorrow will be 90 weeks in captivity. 90 weeks that she's been held captive. And so keep praying for her. Pray for her, her uh, strength of her faith and pray that, that God will use that to draw some of those men that have, have, are holding her captive, that God will draw them to himself. And finally, we're going to take a look at our world watch list number... 14, if I can get it to pull up, which is the Maldives, Maldives. I never know how to pronounce the name of this place. Um, I don't really ever want to pronounce the name of this place. Um, region for the Maldives is Asia. Uh, persecution type is Islamic oppression. Persecution level is very high. Population is 444,000 people. Of them, a few thousand, an unspecified number, are Christians. The main religion is Islam. The government is a presidential republic, and the president, it, the leader, is President Ibrahim Mohammed Solih. So, the Maldivian government insists that the country be run according to conservative Islamic tenets. Read Sharia law. Religious freedom does not extend to citizens, but expatriate Christians are allowed to practice their faith in the utmost privacy. Radical Islamic preachers exert strong control over social life, making it impossible for Christians to publicly acknowledge their Christian faith due to fear of being monitored and arrested. The Maldives has one of the highest population densities worldwide, especially on its main islands, Malé. The close-knit communities serve as natural watchdogs for any change in its members, including religious practice. Conversion to Christianity can easily result in being reported to Muslim leaders or authorities. Expatriate Christians, most of them working on the tourist section and coming from India and Sri Lanka, are closely watched as well, making Christian fellowship very difficult. Some examples, due to security issues there and the small sizes of the Christian community living in the Maldives, examples of Christian persecution cannot be published. So, we won't have any examples. The Maldives, according to Article 9 of the Constitution, non-Muslims may not become a citizen, and so if someone is found to have converted to Christianity, they will be stripped of his or her citizenship as well as punished for violating Sharia law. Therefore, it is not hard to imagine that pressure is extremely high and converts remain well hidden. Some Maldivian Christians have preferred to leave the islands and stay abroad due to the enormous pressure. So, ways that we can pray for the Maldives. Pray that God would lead secret believers to find fellowship. Pray that they might have access to the Bible, which is considered contraband under Maldivian law. To be Maldivian is to be Muslim. Pray for every Maldivian to have a dream or see a vision of Jesus Pray just that the gospel would be preached. I, I'm, I'm, you know, we hear stories of them having these dreams and so on. Pray that, if you will. I pray that 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 uh, ministers, bold ministers of the gospel, would would come and to preach the gospel um, to those people in this country. But it, this is a prayer point from Open Doors. Um, 
that they'll have dreams or see a vision of Jesus, that they will be led to believers who will be bold enough to share the gospel with them. That's what we want to pray for. Many Maldivians want to leave the country because of the restrictions on freedom. They often seek solace in smoking or drugs. Local media reports that drug abuse has become the biggest societal issue in the country. Pray that Maldivians will turn to Jesus to experience true freedom. Pray for the discipleship of the secret believers in the country. It continues to be very challenging because of the security and unity issues. Pray for God to provide the answers and solutions on how to overcome these hindrances so that the secret believers can be spiritually nourished and grow daily into Christ-likeness. Let's pray. Father, thank you again that we can come together through uh, this medium, through our screens here, Lord, that we can come and we can become more aware and we can lift up our brothers and sisters around the world in prayer, those who are being persecuted for their faith in you, God. We praise you that that you have provided a way that we can come from across the world and, and, and different times to do this together, Lord. And so we thank you for that. Lord, we lift up the, the family of this pastor um, in uh, India. God, pray for healing, for quick recovering. We pray for his wife who's in a coma, that she would be uh, re regain consciousness and um, be healed and be healthy. Pray for his mother, Lord. Um, I pray for all the, the people in their church, that they would, uh, that this would not be um, something that scatters the sheep, but that, that this would be something that emboldens them and strengthens them and draws them all together um, in, in fellowship, Lord. We we lift up Leah again to you today, Lord. We pray that you would uh, just strengthen her faith, pray for her family, pray that you would give them peace, that you would give them comfort, Lord. Uh, Father, be sovereign in this situation. We pray that you would intervene in the um, with the president of Nigeria, that something will be done, that you will turn the heart of the king, Lord, that, you will, that something will be done to ensure Leah's release and return home to her family. Lord, we pray that, that you would um, be with those secret believers in, in the Maldives, Lord, that you would provide them discipleship, that you would provide them a place to come together, to worship together in prayer, in song, in, in the word, Lord, and that you, would, um, that you would protect them, that you would give them access to, to Bibles, um, that they would find these things and that you would provide that, that they can continue to be strengthened and grow. Lord, we do pray that God, that you would use whatever means and, and by no means do I, I downplay your ability to use dreams and visions to, to draw people to yourself, Lord. But God, we know that the great commission was given for man to go and make disciples of all nations. So I pray that you would raise up bold evangelists in, in the Maldives, Lord, even in the face of persecution, that they would be there to, to share the gospel with those who need to hear it. And that you would draw that, um, not just, not just the words that they, that they speak, but that you would use their, even their willingness to do so in the eyes of those who hear the gospel uh, to know that there is something amazing about what you have done. The grace that you have given is so amazing that it would cause someone who could lose citizenship, could lose jobs, could be beaten or brutalized, that even that, that the grace that you give is so amazing that in the midst of that, that they would still speak up and share your gospel, Lord. And so we thank you for that. 
and we do pray that um that you would just provide uh fellowship for those people in in the maldives that they would be able to come together whether it be in, in secret or in public lord but that they would be able to come together um and fellowship together uh and be uh, and grow in their maturity and their faith together lord and in all of this father we pray that you are glorified it's in your name we pray jesus amen again thanks guys for for being part of this thank you so much for for coming in daily for listening to me ramble to deal with my horrible voice that i've had since the beginning of the month thank you that you are willing to just come hear about your brothers and sisters around the world pray for them um, and just be supportive of this and and again i ask if you know anybody who would be willing to join as a, a, a someone who would just lift up our brothers and sisters invite them to come join the faith the fifth seal facebook page uh, or head over to youtube to the evangelical norm uh, youtube channel um, and hit jump in on all the the content that's going on over there so again i just want to thank you guys for being part of this and as always preach the gospel at all times use words they're necessary until tomorrow soli deo gloria mm -hmm.